You're listening to Consider This, episode 308, for December 7, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. It's me again, speaking to you again, on this podcast. Again. I'm Doug Payton, and this is Consider This, a show where I give you my conservative commentary and your feedback in a minuscule 10 minutes or less. We want to hear what you think about this, too. So mosey on over to considerthis.ctpodcasting.com slash feedback. Only there are all the many ways to get in touch gathered together. That's CT, as in current trends. Two trends in illegal immigration, political gaffes, and the media, and a news site you may want to check out. Those are the topics, so here we go. Back in April of 2017, just a few months after Donald Trump had been inaugurated, I noted that the number of illegal immigrants coming into the country had dropped like a rock. My explanation for it was that since Trump ran heavily on enforcing our border, fewer people were willing to take the chance that they might actually get prosecuted rather than just released into the country. Threatening to actually enforce our existing border laws caused, I believe, a drop in those trying to cross illegally. And today, this. Border Patrol agents are already seeing a Biden surge in illegal immigration at the southwest border, officials said Thursday, with the numbers surging 21% over the last month alone. Acting Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Mark Morgan said worsening economic conditions south of the border are largely responsible for the uptick, but he also blamed, quote, perceived and or anticipated shifts in policies, close quote, here in the U.S. Indeed, if you are having your own economic troubles, and the guy coming into the presidency here is all about open borders, you're more willing to take the chance and get forgiveness rather than permission. And all this while COVID-19 is still making the rounds? Oh yeah, this is just what we need. All politicians make verbal gaffes from time to time. For some of them, the time between those times is somewhat shorter than others. Here, for example, is candidate Donald Trump calling a book of the Bible by the wrong name. We're going to protect Christianity, and I can say that. I don't have to be politically correct. Or we're going to protect it. You know? And I, I asked Jerry and I asked some of the folks, because I hear this is a major theme right here, but 2 Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ballgame. Where the Spirit of the Lord, right? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And here there is Liberty College, but Liberty University... Now, for the vast majority of Christians, the name of the book is Second Corinthians. I say for the vast majority because in some places, and based on age... Some actually say 2 Corinthians, but that's a rare exception, and Trump doesn't really fit into any of those categories, so it's a gaffe. And of course, Trump got raked over the coals in the press. There's a link in the show notes 
to a bunch of examples, some as recently as last year, over three years post-GAF. The media would not let this go. Now, I don't think that Trump ever claimed to be particularly devout in his religion, but the media certainly like to remind us that Joe True international over pressure. Biden is a devout Catholic. He'd never mispronounce something like, well, For if we care for one another, if we open our arms rather than brandishing our fists, we can, with the help of God, heal. And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist with the palmist who wrote these following words. The Lord is my strength and my shield. And with my song, I give thanks to him. Yes, another gaffe from this gaffomatic guy. Anyway, the issue here for me is not about mispronunciation of biblical proportions. It's about how the media will cover these things. Here we have two fairly similar situations. But I searched for palmist on Politico, CNN, and NPR, all of whom reported on the Trump version of the gaffe, and found absolutely nothing about Biden. Surprise, surprise. Or not. Will Biden get a honeymoon from the press? Yes, and I predict it'll last about mm, four years. Well, unless he tries to reach across the aisle and work with Republicans, then put down your drinks and get ready to fight. Uh, speaking of drinks, that reminds me of a joke. Two Corinthians walk into a bar. I put up a post in the Facebook group specifically for feedback from episode 307. I need to do that more. Mark Havener, who runs the website theconservativezone.com, said this in regard to the issue of choosing your news channel, quote, On my website, when I quote news sources, I generally try to go with liberal sources. The farther left, the better. This is a form of word judo, where I use their own words and positions against them, close quote. Indeed, if you cite an openly conservative site, often it'll be ignored, no matter the truthfulness of the article. Point them to a left-of-center source, and you can get past that first barrier. One source that was recently pointed out to me was ground.news. That's the URL, ground.news. They also have an app by the same name. What they do is highlight news stories and show you all the sites that covered that story and where they sit on the political spectrum. One thing I did notice, though, is that in all the stories I've looked at so far, I've seen some categorized as far right, but only one as far left. And it was one I'd never heard of before. They let you know what third-party groups they use to classify news sources, so take a look, though your mileage may vary. There are a few things you can learn from that. One is how much one side or the other is emphasizing a particular story, or in fact whether one side or the other has what they call a blind spot. Another use is for guys like Mark and I who like to cite our sources. You can find the story you're interested in, then find the leftmost source, make sure they have the same information you're looking for, and cite them. So give it a look and see what you might be missing. 
That's it for this time around, but now give me your thoughts on these or other topics. Do you have a different explanation for those illegal immigration trends? Are these gaffes by politicians no big deal? Or are they more than I'm making them? Leave me a message at the voicemail feedback hotline, 267-CALL-CT0, 267-225-5280. I would love to get your voice here. But if you'd rather write, then try consider this at ctpodcasting.com. Either way, let's hear from you. Thanks for listening, again. Or maybe for the first time, new listener or old, I hope I gave you enough thoughts to consider this.